Hey, it's Junk Man on the line, a rock and roller from the band The Lonely Ones. I have bassist uh, Jimmy Tolan. How you doing, bro? Junk Man, what's up, buddy? How you doing today? I'm well. I like well. Well is good, especially it, uh, with all the things that are going on these days with the lockdown and things like that. So uh, first and foremost, uh, welcome to the program. And uh, congratulations, man. Good music. You guys have Thank been uh, pretty... Pretty. Uh, the word I'm looking for is uh, you're you're coming out with a lot of product <laughs> and prolific. bombarding it. Yeah, prolific. There we go. And bombarding us with great stuff. So ain't nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? So man, thank you. Congratulations. Now, uh, for those people that may not know about the Lonely Ones, well, there was a band called Boba Flex, which you guys were based out of the Ohio area, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? They were around for a while, and they had some member. A member decided to leave the band, so his brother, who was also a member of the band, his name's uh, Marty McCoy, decided to uh, gather his friends and get together with uh, some of the members of the band, and they came up with the Lonely Ones. And man, every single track that you guys have put out right now, it's just just it's it's great. It's rock. It's heavy. It's just you know, there's so many different ways you could describe it. Um, how would you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I like to think like I, I'm an old school rock and roll purist, like, uh, you know, Queen, Led Zeppelin, Aerosmith, The Stones and all that. Uh -huh. So I like to think that, like, if you took those guys and had them come up in a modern time, uh -huh. you know, it would it would be something along the line of what we're creating. You know what I mean? I don't want to be a classic rock, like right. throwback guy that just does that forever, even though I love it. Um I like to take that mentality, put it now. Now, was that a collective feeling amongst the guys in the band, or was uh, did everybody bring a different flavor? I would say more a different flavor. I mean, we all, like, Marty and I uh, are more, you know, into some older stuff. Uh, Jake is very much, I, I don't know if he listens to anything older than 10 years old. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jake, um, Jake being the guitar player, the other guitar player in the band. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, it. we all, you know, have vastly different influences but it's all you know we all come from the same place mentally i guess you know we're the same kind of person uh -huh. broadly speaking and i think that it just you have to be that type of person and to to really you know stick to it in the industry yeah. and you know that, that's uh, you know that's the type of person who's going to create that type of thing and it's going to be influenced by the times they're in well, going back to Boba Flex, I mean, you know, the other guitar player and singer in the band was the guitar player and singer, and his brother Marty kind of took over And when you guys formed the Lonely Ones. So that in itself is pretty impressive, how you can get, you know, a new voice just basically become the new leader of a new band out of the ashes of the last one. That's uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, it was really kind of a, uh, in Boba Flex, Marty and Sean were like, I guess a 50-50 split of like, one would, you know, sing lead for half the songs, yep. the other would play guitar, and then they'd flip-flop. Um, so it was really kind of like a familiar setup of, you know, of of the four of us with Marty playing guitar and singing, you know, with the other three of us. It, it, it didn't really change much on that front for us. Uh -huh. um, it's just, you know, he's doing it 100% of the time now, which lead Jake and I to be singing a lot more as well, because we, we really wanted to you know, up the vocals, if anything. We didn't want to lose any ground on that front. Now, how much time were you guys able to have as a band, as a performing band, before the lockdown? 
Uh, none. I uh, figured we, that. We launched, uh, we, we decided to start the band in late summer of 2019 uh-huh. and set our release date for our debut single, Eternal Sadness, uh, for March 13th, 2020. Oh, that's the date. Which, <laughs> if you're a COVID historian, March 12th was the day that basically everywhere started uh, implementing the stay-at-home orders. Wow. wow. So we had a whole huge rollout plan and everything. We are going to do all this stuff. And basically we had to you know, do a hard stop on, on our rollout plan. You know, we, we ended up putting out two singles really quickly and then kind of just had to, you know, sit there like every other band and go, well, what do we do now? It doesn't make sense to keep putting out music this, this rapidly. If, you know, nobody even knows what the future is going to look like. We won't have any songs by the time it's done. Yeah. Well, it seems to be what that's what a lot of people are doing. They're putting out one song at a time or an EP. Yeah. Now, you guys have a full-length release that's available, correct? No. Not no, uh, we, have a, we have an EP coming Okay. Uh, via Imagine Records. Okay. Uh, we did five singles independently um, through spring and summer. Uh-huh. And then uh, via Imagine, we just put out our debut single with them, uh, two weeks ago that's changed the station and we will eventually uh, be putting out an EP with them, but it's going to be a lot of singles as well. Right. Right. And it seems to be, that's what the people have, have been having to do, you know, in the long run for a lot of folks It just, yeah, again, as you mentioned, it really doesn't make sense to come out with a, with a full length unless, uh, unless you're going to be touring behind it and who knows when that's going to happen, you know? Yeah. So, man, I can't believe it. The, 12th of march it's just like that's like d-day or c-day in fact you know yeah you know we we kind of just sat there and like you know it's a scary thing to go from uh you know from an established band who you know everything kind of ran like clockwork to all of a sudden we just sat there we were like we have to pick a day let's just pick march 13th this was probably end of december right something like that um and you know covid was you know i'd heard of it but it was nothing you know to to us to Americans at, the, at that time. Yeah. And as we kept getting closer, it kept getting worse and worse and worse yeah. and worse. Yeah. It well, was, we're all in the same boat on that, man. Yeah, yeah. believe me. Yeah. You know, I had a lot of big plans, including coming back uh, to your area, too, to go to a couple of festivals, and those yeah. are no more, you know? Uh, who knows? But, uh, man, I'm telling you, you can go one of two ways is the way that I look at it. You could either say, oh, we're cursed and blah, 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 or you could just say, okay, we got to dust this, dust ourselves off. We got a little extra time to re- reorganize and figure out what we're going to do, and then you just go forward. So, I would hope you would take the latter approach. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's there's a lot of bands that maybe are more established um, that have been able to kind of you know sit back, take a take a vacation essentially um, because they're you know they're doing big things or they've done big things. They've got the they've got the time and the means to relax and just sit this through. Right. Uh, which has kind of in an indirect way benefited us because there's a lot less, uh, there's a lot less people on the field for us to compete with right now. Yeah. You know, we don't have an option. I can't sit around and not put out music for the entirety of COVID. Right. Um, we've got to do stuff. So it's in an, in an odd roundabout way. It has helped us in some, in some unexpected scenarios. Well, let's jump into it, man. Let's, uh, let's get into the new single, um, change the station. Um, tell us a little something about the song. I mean, to me, it says, you know, like you're tuning a radio dial or, or TV station or whatever like that. Is that what we're talking about? Or, uh, you know, it was, it, the song started out, uh, I think actually Jake 
pretty much wrote the music to that for the most part. Um, and, you know, so we as a band kind of took it and tore it apart and, and put our own little spin on it as individual musicians. Marty wrote, uh, you know, wrote his, his lyrics and all that to it as well. Um, and it, it was kind of written, I want to say the lyrics were done like right in the lead up to the election. Uh, so, you know, probably late October. Oh, yeah, okay. I get it. Um, so it was really more of the um, the social commentary about, you know, the fires getting stoked, uh, you know, in, in the sociopolitical climate that the media is kind of feeding into these, you know, into these people that are that are almost looking for something to be mad about. And they're getting it. You know what I mean? They're they're yeah. getting their pool to their fire. And yeah. it, was, it was it was a bit of a lambasting on that more than anything. Well, let's give it a blast, man. You know, turn up your whatever device you're listening to on right now to uh, to 11 and and beyond. And uh, this is brand new from the Lonely Ones. It's called Change the Station. We'll be back with bassist Jimmy Tong in just a moment. The human race is quite a violent bunch. Destroying everything we touch.
Yeah, baby. There you go. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> nice job. Now, that's the first one that you've done under the record label, correct? Yes. Awesome. Now, how did that all come about? You just, while you were, re, you had a bunch of stuff recorded and doing negotiations, and next thing you know, you got somebody interested, and all of a sudden you got a label, right? You know, it, it <laughs> came from like, we were, we were just individually hiring people to help us with our independent singles that we were doing. Um, we, you know, we're working with Sean O'Donnell, our publicist. Uh, Stephen Nathan was doing a lot of uh, playlisting and whatnot for us. And they kind of really took a liking to, to what we were doing and started, you know, uh, guiding us towards this label, Imagine Records. Um, and, you know, we got on a couple phone calls with them and it, it all seemed, you know, real kosher and all that. Uh, seemed like we all kind of wanted the same thing. Uh, so it, it was real, real smooth because, you know, half the, half the comp- you know, half the team is people that we were already choosing to work with prior. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And just so people know, it's Imagine Records. It's M uh, I M A G E N Records, yes, not, not the other way around. So that they normally spell it. So cool, awesome. Well, again, they've they've done an awesome job with you guys, and uh, that will be that actually is available in all the formats, correct? On yes. all the platforms, as they like to say. Wherever you get your music, wherever you want to watch your music videos, <laughs> it's there. Now, there's a title track that you guys have, The Lonely One. Now, that is that basically how you came up with the name of the band or vice versa, the name of the song, or do they actually have nothing to do with each other? <laughs> um, they, man, the name and the song came around at the same time, uh-huh. and I remember exactly... Uh, I'm going to say the name came first, but the song came really quick. It was probably like the second or third song we wrote as uh-huh. a band post Boba Flex. Um, and yeah, the, the name kind of came from uh, touring so much as we did You kind of get this strange loneliness, you know, uh, because you're seeing these people who it's like, this is a super memorable night for them. And then you go away for a year and you come back and they've got, kids now or their hair's different yeah. or got a different uh boyfriend or girlfriend so it's it's kind of like oh i remember you from you know a year ago when everything was completely different uh <laughs> kind of you know it, it's kind of a, a How timely <laughs> yeah yeah and it, it ended up being very timely you know yeah with COVID and all that. sure Sure. Well, it was the first song that that I was turned on to your band, and that's after that I found out about the connection with Bobaflex because you know sometimes you hear something that says, "Wow, this is great," and then hey, did you know that they were you know of a band that I had already been familiar with? But uh, very cool stuff. Now we were talking about possibly getting on the road, maybe you know sometime. Do you have anything that's actually set? that you guys may be able to do, or is that, uh, I'm not sure, you know, how it is in other States. I'm in California and I know that there's little by little things opening up here and there, or other people just doing it different ways. Do you have anything like any festivals or any kind of shows that you've actually been able to book for 2021 at least, you know? Yeah, we've got something like uh, 15 or 20 shows uh, booked okay. starting mid August. Oh, cool. Um, through the fall uh you know it, it's kind of like touring light you know we're not going out for six weeks at a time like you know, like a lot of bands do just because that's not feasible with you know so many gaps in 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 the way COVID affected certain economic markets and the music industry right uh 
So it's, it's like, you know, we'll go out for five days or seven days at a time, come home for a couple of days, go back out to a different little region. Uh, we're basically keeping it to the East coast right now. Um, you know, or the East coast and the Midwest, I should say. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, you know, hopefully once 2022 hits, we'll be making it out more your way. Cool. Looking forward to that, man. I mean, you know, again, I I get around the country when I when there's when there's like a festival where I could see a bunch of bands in a weekend. You know, I'll do that. And then again, I got friends all over the place too. So yeah, really looking Are you forward to seeing your band. Incarceration. I was planning on it because my cousin's band is booked to play on there too. They're from uh, Idaho. And, Who is that? Who is that? Uh, the name of the band is Silent Theory. Is the name of the band? Oh yeah, okay. I think I might have played a show with them. You maybe probably did. They've been around for a while too. But uh, yeah, yeah, that my, familiar. My cousin's the bassist in that band. So okay. Yeah, I, I was I, planning I on coming out because I've been out. I've gone out to the incarceration festival twice and loved it. I had a ball. <laughs> and uh, there's no other festival like that. I mean, for people that don't know, it's on the grounds of the abandoned Ohio State Reformatory, which is the prison that they used in the Shawshank Redemption. And they set up stages out on the on the prison yard where you could just see everybody. I mean, there's like, you know, three days of bands nonstop on a couple of stages. And it's just a blast, you know, so... Um, yeah, I was planning on coming out for that. And I'm, you know, who knows, you know, we'll see what happens yeah. with it. Uh, you know. me, man. I think I'm going to be up that way. Cause that's only like, I don't know, 45 minutes for me, maybe an hour. Oh, cool. um, All right. Well, so that's, yeah, yeah, that's much. the last place I saw your drummer, uh, Tommy. Yeah. So <laughs> he was there. So, all right. Man, he's out. Well, before we get off on too big of a tangent, let's play another tune. It's called the lonely one. This is, again, this was my first, uh, my first thing that i heard from the lonely ones and uh we'll be back with with bassist jimmy in just a moment
And there you go. Dude, perfect for uh, for big rock festivals with that particular song. <laughs> yeah, it's a big don't clap uh, sing-along type scenario. In- incredibly, yeah, absolutely. It's just one of those ones that you know you're going to be hearing that song live and just getting along. And, man, for you guys just watching people banging their heads or, you know, singing the words back to you, that's got to be the biggest thrill of all. I can't wait to experience it. We only uh, we had one little socially distanced show we did back in uh, July, but that's it so far. Wow! Yeah, it's the same with everyone, man. You know, yeah. that's the eternal. That's the thing about being a musician. You know, I'm a drummer. You know, I get it, and I I spend a lot of my year around other musicians, and that's yeah. you know the general consensus. It's like you you've taken our home away almost. You know. This yeah. is, you've taken everything away from us. And, you know, there's other people that have that with other different things during this lockdown. But, you know, we'll get through it. We know that there's a future. We know that there's people that are going to love the music. And there's, you know, with that in mind is what's got to keep you going. So Makes it a little easier to hold on knowing that. True that. So, all right. Well, again, you know, tell us uh, websites where people can find you guys and find uh, anything information-wise about and keep you up to date on The Lonely Ones. Uh, we're on basically all the, all the social media sites, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we run all that ourselves. We actually just today heard about a new, like a, a MySpace clone called Space Hay. So we started one of those today, uh, just for fun, you know, you know, it it harkens back to me being in middle school, early (laughs) high school, messing around with my top eight. So we thought that'd be funny to do, um, but yeah, uh, you know, and like you get anywhere you get your music, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Deezer, all of it, go through there, YouTube music videos, all that. Um, but yeah, man, you know, we're pretty easy to get a hold of. We, well, you as, know, le- we, as well as the lonelyones.net, I understand, yeah, not sure. .com, .net. Yeah, .net was a lot cheaper. I didn't know that about domain names. Yeah, well, I would imagine the lonely ones could be some, you know, construed of, uh, you know, lonely girl ready for you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want you don't want to confuse you. Yeah, like I mean, you don't want, yeah, but you don't want to confuse your listeners, you know. <laughs> awesome, man. Um, tell us some more stuff, man. Anything else that you got that you might want to add about the band? Because I, I, you know what, I just want to play some more music for our peeps here and uh, just get as much of you, you know, whatever you have out to the people, you know, as they say. So, man, uh, you know, just. Like I said, man, get at us on social media. Uh, we'll point you in the right direction of everything that's coming up. Um, we're going to have a new single coming pretty much as soon as the cycle for change, the station uh, kind of dies down. We'll be ready with uh, with number two. Um, we're going to be announcing a bunch of shows here real soon. Uh, so, again, through social media, keep that. I, I won't shut up about it. So <laughs> if, if you find us on there, you'll hear from me. Good. Now, you uh, are you very active, and you guys in the band uh, very active on your social media pages? Yeah, Good. yeah. Uh, I'm the uh, I'm the Twitter and the Instagram guy. Marty's on Facebook. Uh, Jake runs our TikTok. Uh, I think Marty runs the uh, our new Space Hey MySpace clone. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, yeah. So like, if you're talking to somebody, you're you're talking to you know, probably one of the three of us. <laughs> That's great. Now that was assigned or was that like, okay, I'll take this and you, I'll take that. You know, it's like when you're getting a rumble, okay, I'll take that guy. You take that guy. <laughs> you know, it, was, it was really like, we just kind of figured out who was better at each one. There's different kinds of skills and tactics you have to use sure. um, for each to excel on each one. Sure. Uh, Marty, for whatever reason, 
could put up a fucking a recipe uh, and on Facebook and it'll get a million likes. I can't do anything on Facebook. I'm <laughs> at it. Uh, and, you know, so we, we just kind of stick with that, try to try to do what's best for the brand and, you know, of the band. Uh, and that was what ended up working out the best. Good. Well, I tell you, it's, you know, I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys again live in, um, in this new conglomeration. And uh, I'm sure the fans are as well, too. So really look forward to uh, 2021 and beyond. And uh, I want to play another song, but I'm kind of caught it. in between one of the two. I really love your version of the Queen classic Flash. And I also like Eternal Sadness. So which one do you th- which one would you like to have me have me uh, give a blast to? And why? They've heard the songs we've written at this point. Give, yeah, okay. give them the Queen cover. Oh, yeah? Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Um, what made you guys decide to to cover such a thing? And I understand that Brian May has heard it and really likes it. Yes. That was a that was a really, really cool uh, email to wake up to uh, from our publicist. Wow. Uh, you know, the it just said Brian May, quote, in the subject line. And reading that, I got chills. What did he have? To, what did he have to say? He said, uh, "Let me see if I can get the exact quote by sure. memory." Um, the cover is uh, uh, they did a phenomenal job, and when they went into the reprise of the hero at the end, period, magnificent exclamation point. So I, that was my favorite part. He just said, "He said we were magnificent." Nice. Yeah, you know, <laughs> nice. one. That's not a word I throw out a lot. So that's a that's a smart dude. Yeah, He's throwing man. out something like that. Well, it's Brian Brian May. Enough said, man. You know, <laughs> it's so funny with that movie. That was such a such a freaky movie when that came out, and I saw it. And it wasn't long after that that I actually had I partied with Sam Jones, like, and I don't forgot the movie that he was in. Uh, that he was uh, what was it. Uh, Ted, the movie Ted, Ted that he was yeah. in, it was yeah. something similar to that kind of party. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was early '80s. I have not got to meet Sam Jones yet, but he reached out to us as well. Well, let's hope he doesn't party like that anymore. <laughs> Listen, he's Flash Gordon. He can do whatever he wants. I'm not going to tell him. But yeah, it's just a great version of this that I'm about to play. Now, did you guys do that? In a local studio, or was that one of those ones where you just because it sounds the sound on it is so big and it would have to be for you know so, to cover a Queen song. It's just you guys took it to another level, really. I, I appreciate that. You know that one. Um, that was actually the one song that we recorded out at uh, Sweetwater Studios, uh, which is you know the big music sales company. They have a phenomenal studio out there. Um, but what we did was we brought it back to. Uh, our kind of home base studio, Sonic Lounge Studios in Grove City, Ohio, run by our friend Joe Veers, and he ended up doing the mix. And we did a, a couple little overdubs on it, um, so it was kind of a group effort by by Sweetwater and Joe at Sonic Lounge. Cool, awesome. Well, it's just it's like I said, it's a huge sound. You're gonna dig it. So, Thank you. Um, man, again, anything uh, anything that you might want to add on top of that? Um, really, really been a pleasure to uh, to have you on the show and talk with you for a little bit. You know, again, I appreciate that. I appreciate the name of the that, band yeah. is The Lonely Ones, and you can look them up at all the places we just talked about. But yeah, hang on the line just for a moment there, Jimmy. My Will thanks, do. my thanks to Jimmy Tallon, the uh, the bassist in the band here. And uh, dude, we'll we'll have to do this again sometime, and for sure, let's hook up. To. So I would love to. All right, hang out just for a second. Again, this is uh, The Lonely Ones with their version of the Queen classic Flash.
The Lonely Ones and their version of the Queen classic Flash slash Hero. Great job on that. Wow. Very, very cool vocals, which you would have to have for a Queen song. But uh, again, my thanks to uh, Jimmy Tolan from The Lonely Ones for calling in. Hopefully you guys will get a chance to see them sometime soon. But uh, great stuff. Hope you dug it.